Welcome to Good Hope Church with Pastor Billy Bryson. We praise God for every listener and ask that you like, follow, and rate this podcast so we can reach more people for the kingdom. I pray for open hearts, open ears, and the blood of Jesus to cover everyone that hears my voice. Now let's get into the word. Amen.
are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. Everybody's different in the body of Christ. But I want to add this, we're all important for that body of Christ. Let's look at verse 6. It says, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. See that? Everybody has a gift. Multiple gifts, some. Amen. And these gifts are different according to the measure of grace that God gives us. Say, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There's a measure of grace on your life. Now, I, I, I want to share this from my spirit. That measure of grace, you have not reached the fullness of it. Thank you, Lord. There's more coming. There's more for you. Yes. To walk in and to manifest in the earth. It's all through the eternal word of God. There's more grace given to you. Say, more is on the way. Thank you, Jesus. More grace is on the way. Unmerited favor of God, the transforming power of Jesus, there's more coming to me. That the world can see Christ in me. The hope of glory. Verse 6, having been gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Now he is actually speaking of different aspects of gifts. And we're going to get into Corinthians where we talk about the nine gifts, but these are what he notes as gifts. Prophecy, verse 7 says, or ministry. That's a gift. Hmm. Let us wait on our ministering, or he that teaches on teaching. Now think about it. Not everybody can do this. Not everybody's grace to do this. But some are, and they yet have not been developed. So don't think about it. Just because they haven't entered into it, that's not quoted. That's not, not necessarily true. It may not be their season to come forth. Verse 8, it says, or he that exhorted. Not everybody can exhort. But some people got it down on the exhorting. Do you see what I'm saying? Some people kind of came out. I, I don't get all that loud. Those who are, that's, all, that's all I am is loud. Glory. It says on exhortation, he that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. Not everybody has the grace on their life to give in abundance. Do you see what I'm saying? Some people could just give and just bless all day long. Right? And some people have got to be careful not to be offended those that can't give. Some people won't give when they could give because they think everybody ought to be given, but that's not necessarily true. That grace is not on their life. Does this make any sense? I'm trying to make it real plain. There's a grace 
on your life to fulfill God's call. And there is a measure with it of faith that you can keep going into another level. Praise the Lord. He that ruleth with diligence, another gift. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil, cling to that which is good. Amen. Let's go here to 1 Corinthians 12 and 4. Just a few pages over. Now I'm going to tie all this together because it's it's seemingly kind of distant from what, what I'm going to get to, but, but we need this as a foundation. 1 Corinthians 12 and 4. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are differences of administration, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operation, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. For the manifestation of the Spirit is given to, what's it say? Every man. Every man to profit with all. For the manifestation of God's Spirit is given to us that all may profit, all may benefit. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge, by the same Spirit, to another faith, by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing, by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, and to another discerning of spirits, and to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these work that one and the self-same Spirit dividing to every man severally or individually as he wills. Amen. The Lord had me to meditate on the gifts. And these are some that are highlighted for us the body of Christ. And I believe they're highlighted and they're talked about much, and we really need to be talking about it more as the body of Christ. Amen. A gift is an important thing to receive, isn't that right? God has something for you, you ought to say, okay, God, I'll receive it. I want to receive what you're offering, you know. The psalmist tells us in Psalm 103, it says that we should not forget all of his benefits. Right? Psalms 103. Let's take a look. Let's go there. Psalms 103. And let's just look at verse 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Verse 2 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. 
Verse 3 says he does what? Forgive. He forgives all thy iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle. Amen. <coughs> I don't want to forgive benefits. It's important for the journey. It's important for the, the direction of how we've got governing my life. God works in us both to will and to do his good pleasure. Let's look at that dad verse. Let's go to Philippians 2, 2 and 13. Let's take a look at that. I, I, want, to, I want to spend time with that.
of faith. It's all in the covenant. Hebrews 10 and 23, let's take a look. I'd rather teach than exhort or preach. Because by the teaching we get an understanding, and the Bible tells us, in all that we get, get an understanding. I don't need you to say amen or come on, go with it. Just, just receive it. See what the word of the Lord is saying. There's a time for that exhorting. There's a time for that preaching. But there's a time for the establishment of teaching. Hebrews 10, 23, it says, Let us that are in covenant hold fast to the professing of our faith. You know, in the Greek, that means the acknowledging of the covenant. I looked it up. Let us hold fast. Let us acknowledge continually the covenant that God has given you and me. I need to acknowledge it for you. If God says that you're the head and not the tail, and you're going through a rough struggle, hold on, brother, hold on, sister. I'm going to acknowledge the covenant to you that you have with God Almighty. El Shaddai. What's that mean? Almighty God. And what we're going to do, we're going to try to get more transformation and understanding the names of God. The more you can understand the personality of our Father, the, the, the name represent Him. El Shaddai, God Almighty. You can get the address. You can tell the devil, hey, take this devil. And I want you to start drawing on the names of God that represent God Almighty. We just read out of Psalms 103. Forget not his benefits. He healeth all thy diseases. Not just a few of them. Not just the ones that the doctors have come up with a remedy for. The psalmist tells us that with his stripes we are healed. Tell the devil, get out of here now in Jesus' name. You have an authority through the word of God. Jehovah Rapha should mean something to you. Jehovah Nisi, you ought to be able to hold your banner up and confront that devil and put him on the run. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth me. The Lord that healeth me. He's already done it. Say, I'm healed. According to the covenant of Almighty God. I have covenant. I'm healed. Jehovah Jireh. He's my all, he's the all-sufficient one. That's where the psalmist said, The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not walk. 
I don't have any wants because I have the all sufficient one. Somebody gets to boo-hooing about, oh, man, we're in the middle of a recession. Gasoline's going up a dime. Let it go up. Maybe people will get on their knees. Maybe they'll humble themselves and pray, seek his faith, turn from their wicked ways. Then he'll heal from heaven. Much of what's going on in the earth is to bring people to a place to turn to God. They'll get mad first, so you got to be careful. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Restoration of faith. Faith. Restoration of faith. I want restoration of faith. Come on, restoration of faith. The early church wasn't worried about nothing but living for God. If God be for us, who can be against us? Living for God. Let's take a look here. Let's go to Exodus 15 and 26. You know, it's interesting to me, I've taught for a lot of years, and sometimes the test is right around the corner. Sometimes the test is six months later of a very thing that was taught on. And sometimes it's six years later. And you've got to trust that revelation God's Word has been imparted to your spirit. <clears throat> Exodus 15 and 26 says, and, and said, If thou wilt diligently hearken or listen to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these. I will put none of these diseases, which are affliction, none of these infirmities upon thee, which I have brought upon the heathen, the Egyptians. For I am the Lord, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Rapha. In the Hebrew, I am Rapha that healeth thee. You're going to need this, bless God. You may not need it today. You might need it for somebody close to you. Glory to God. You're going to have to call on the name of Jehovah Rapha and say, God Almighty, I know that you healeth thee. Not only that, you crown me with loving kindness and your tender mercy. Therefore I stand. This is the restoration of faith. He's not a respected person. This is where you all get happy. 
He's not a respected person. What he done for one, he'll do for you. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hosea 4 tells us, verse 6, it says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. We've rejected knowledge. He says, I'm going to have to also reject you and you see. That you can't be a king and a priest unto me. King has everything going on for him, doesn't he? Huh? A king has everything going on for him by his command. A priest has spiritual authority that can get into heaven. You're supposed to be kings and priests in the earth. That'll change the very image inside of you. Kings and priests. Walk around, keep kings and priests. I got you. king and priest. Praise the Lord. Keep trouble a bit. Proud of my God. He takes care of me in grand style. You can be proud of God. To be a servant of the Most High God. To be in covenant glory to God. When David came in and all the people of Israel were trembling at Goliath, he says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that's not in covenant with El Shaddai? He defied all the armies of the living God. How can this be? He's not in covenant. David had a revelation. He has also a revelation. He had a relationship. Let's take a look here. Let's go to Luke 17. Luke 17. Praise God. Give you something to chew on. Luke 17 and 5. One verse here we're going to look at. These are the apostles which have the highest authority in the land. It says, And the apostles said unto the Lord, Jesus, three words, increase our faith. You're going to be in situations in life that God, I, I need to be able to believe you in this. Right? Maybe for a family member, maybe for a your own situation, a personal need. Lord, I need you to give me more faith in this area, in this circumstance. So let's read on, it says in verse 6, it says, And the Lord said, If you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say, Selah. The way you increase your faith, 
you might agree with God and declare the thing. You have a covenant promise. Every need is met. Let's go here to Mark chapter 9. Hallelujah. I'll look at the 23rd verse. I pray I'm helping you some. <coughs> Jesus said in Mark 9 and 23, If thou canst believe,
God has highlighted an area in your life that you can apply these very principles to. And that's the work of the Holy Spirit. Say, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. So that's why it's important to take note. Because what he's highlighting, he's giving you the authority to whoop that down. And put him under your feet. That's how the Holy Spirit works. What you have heard, you stand on. And you whoop him good with his word. What he has said, you trust. You may not have a revelation of it, but this is what he said. I believe. That's the Logos. That's the written word. The Rhema is the spoken word. And the Logos is the written word. Eve had the Logos. She had the word from her husband that God had sent. Don't eat of that tree. Adam had the rhema. He knew that he knew that God had said Because he heard him say it. Notice how the devil didn't come to Adam. Because he had a rhema. Eve had second-hand information. Let's see if I can wiggle my way and, and seduce her to doubt God Almighty.
I want you to walk in eight of them, eight of those gifts at different times. So he divides them severally as he wills. So what are we saying? The testing or the trying of your faith to bring forth these, the manifestation of these gifts are going to be upon each and every one of us. Therefore, we can enter into the measure of faith. So God does the thing. So, you know, like Apostle Paul, where Paul was Saul in the beginning, the Lord spoke to him and told him, hey, I'm going to show you what great things you're going to suffer for my name's sake. Because I want to bring forth a manifestation of my spirit in the earth. It's not by coincidence that you're going through the things that you're going through. If you're having bouts, whatever you're dealing with, the devil always tries to come at you at the very thing God is trying to preserve you for. Having health problems, you're supposed to be laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover. Financially, if you're struggling, you're supposed to be one of the biggest givers in the kingdom of God. The devil will do everything in his power to keep you from manifesting what God's ordained for your life. The trying of your faith work with perseverance. If you back up in James, he says, it counted all joy when you fall into various or different tests or trials. Count it all joy. Are you kidding me? It hurt. I don't like it. I feel like I'm between a rock and a real hard place. Are you kidding me? Enough's enough. But he says, you don't understand. He says, count it all joy. Because the trying of this thing is going to work perseverance. You're going to come through bolder and stronger than you ever were before. He's taking the church from faith to faith, from height to height, and from glory to glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For the manifestation of your spirit is to prompt everybody. Huh? Everybody. It's bringing forth the glory of God in the earth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look here at Luke 18 and 27. Same scripture, but with a different address. Luke 18 and 27. And Jesus said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Through the restoration of faith, 
you're to be just like Jesus. You're to give a word of knowledge. You're to share a word of wisdom. You're to prophesy. Tongues, an interpretation of tongues. Gift of faith. Now, keep in mind, there's a measure of faith, of the gift of faith, that accompanies all the nine gifts. It's a, there's a measure with it, but there is literally a gift of faith. That accompanies all the gifts. Because you do this by faith. You walk by faith and not by... That's right. Really? To the restoration of the church and faith, you're going to be just like Jesus. And God is moving the church in that direction. Thank you, Lord. Some are folding and falling out of saint, but nevertheless, when they shake themselves and realize this is the hand of the Lord, it's marvelous in our sight, it's different, but this is what he's doing, and it's something that he's going to do to bring the people to God. Psalms 3 and 4, David said, I cried unto the Lord with my voice. And he heard me out of his holy hill. He had to get to the place where God could okay, where he's going to cry out. And then God loved him, rebuke and shake. You don't really want to get to the place where you got to cry out. God said, okay, now son and daughter, I can hear you now. Jonah had a different agenda than going to Nineveh. God said, go to Nineveh. I'm going to Tarshish. God said, you go if you want to go, but it ain't going to be fun. Jonah goes to Tarshish, gets on a boat, y'all know the story? A great storm, all manner of trouble coming. The way of the transgressor is supposed to be hard. It's going to be hard. It may not happen today, it may not happen tomorrow or next month, but the way of the transgressor, God says, you can be sure your sins are going to find you out. You're going to reap what you sow. Jonah said, okay, it's my fault. We're having this problem. Locked up on Jonah. He said, throw me overboard. Why didn't you just jump overboard? He made them do it. He didn't have the right heart, right spirit. They throw him over, and the Bible says that Jonah, a well, swallowed him up, and God said, Okay, what do you think now? And the Bible says, Jonah cried out as he were in the depths of hell. He's repenting. God, I'll obey you now. I'll, I'll do it your way. And the well spit Jonah up. And he got to dry land, and he made it to Nineveh in three days. He was in a hurry to do the will of God. I'm convinced, saints, 
that this ministry that he's calling you to, the devil can't stop it. You're the best in the earth. He's called you out of darkness and you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And he wants you to bring a manifestation of his mighty power in the earth. You're great in the sight of the Lord, and God's going to do great things through you. Let that be your confidence. Hallelujah. He's not going to withhold any good thing from you that walk upright. Can you say amen? amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to stop today. I'm believing God for you. Come on, stand to your feet. May God's riches and God's best be yours. You summons it to appear by boldly proclaiming what He's already established for God. Father, we thank you for this time in your presence. We thank you for the release of your spirit. God, we thank you, Lord, for the best is yet to come. We pray, dear God, for the salvation of many throughout this land. We pray for revival in the hearts of them that believe. And, Father, that you declare in your word. Psalms 51. God, that you'll save us as we call on the restoration of faith. And, God, that you will bring forth the heathen therefore they can be saved as well. We ask God the blessings and favor of all your people throughout this day and this week. Let them be a blessing to somebody else as they share their faith. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. For all God's people say praise God. Praise God. And amen. amen. May God bless you. May God keep you, my prayer. You're dismissed. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget to like, comment, share. We love you all, and God bless. May there be